Hi, I'm Josh Van Berkel. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. Hey, good morning, everybody who's watching at home, uh, on your TVs, on your laptops, on your cell phones, uh, whether you're gathering together uh, with different friends, celebrating the extension of uh, the Level 2 uh, that it brings to us, um, or whether you're even, I don't know, maybe relaxing in your bathtub uh, watching this on your phone. It'd be a bit weird, but not judging. Not judging. Um, and uh, thank you, Josh, for having me this morning and for your introduction and everything actually that you and Liz and the family have been doing over lockdown. Uh, I know having led in churches on staff and things in the past in previous lockdowns, it is not an easy thing to, uh, uh, via distance, outside of your normal relationship, with all the unknowns and everything that's going on, to continue to lead church and to also try and bring a level of connection uh, through a screen. You know, speaking into a camera and everything like that, it is not the easiest thing to do. And to try and, you know, share from your heart and try and share as though um, people that you really care and love about are in the room with you. And uh, Josh, I think that you do genuinely an amazing job at doing that. Uh, I'm not so sure about the um, fairy lights on the A4 paper that you've had, so I thought I'd step it up a little bit today for everybody. And I've actually got, oh look at that, I've got a picture of Josh Van Buerkel. So I could have gone with fairy lights, but I'd go with his uh, dazzling face. joshvanberkel.com. I forgot this website existed and I found it today. joshvanberkel.com. Connection is everything. Communication, the human connection is the key to personal and career success. Uh, So if anybody gets bored a little later on today, check out joshvanberkel.com. Uh, anyway, um, uh, that's enough, little brother uh, mischief. Let's let's get into it. Okay, so yeah, we're we're still on lockdown. Uh, a few unknowns going on, and what I wanted to do is, you know, at church at the moment, you know, in our Activate family, we have been going through our our themes for the year, and we are in our season of deepening our intimacy with God, Uh, you know, with Holy Spirit, with Jesus, with Father God, deepening the intimate connection that we have with Him. And it's been a little bit hard to do this, you know, over lockdown and everything like that. And as I was thinking about it today, and uh, just sort of realizing, you know, we have got such an awesome opportunity in this season to pivot from the dramas of social media and all the thoughts and queries and uh, extreme opinions around the vaccines and all of those things to, to cut out that white noise and to zero in on the things that really matter, which is our personal walk with Jesus, our intimate relationship. And it can seem like a little bit of an odd time when you're going through challenges and, you know, for people running their own businesses and, you know, things like I am going, you know, it's a little bit hard. I got to try and keep work going for my staff and, you know, can I get into the office and all of the chaos that lockdown brings and everything like that. It can be really easy 
to fall into the trap, which I can quite often do, um, of a little bit of, uh, this is a hard life. Um, victim mentality thinking, it's not fear, I disagree, blah, blah, blah. And all of those thoughts and opinions can actually start building up and they begin to create a barrier or a filter which begins to restrict the level of intimacy that we experience with God. And, you know, I love what Josh said actually was online. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Um, you know, the weeks kind of blur together a little bit when you're in lockdown. Because, you know, hey, when, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And so, yeah, we, we have a whole lot of things outside of our control at the moment. But the question that we get to ask ourselves in is in these circumstances, what sort of stance are we going to have? What will our posture be? Are we going to be in this posture of constantly flocking to the latest stuff, .co.nz outlook, um, and you know, going, what, what's, what's happening in the news right now? Uh, are we going to flurry to other reputable sources like joshvanbuckle.com? <laughs> so bring that one back in there. Uh, you know, are we, are we going to be on Facebook looking at all of these different things? Are we going to be investigating all the conspiracy theories or um, this doctor's opinion or this doctor's opinion and my opinion and all of these things? Or are we going to stand in the deep realization that whilst we don't want to be ignorant and yes, knowledge is great and yes, education is important, not, not downplaying all of these things. I'm just talking about like our fundamental motivation. Are we going to be going after all of these different things or are we going to realize that actually uh, our, our world is seeming to be experiencing more and more chaos? And the answer to chaos is always peace. Uh, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. You know, he, he, he speaks shalom to the storm and the storm stops being chaotic and is subdued by his peace. And to be able to walk in this peace that surpasses understanding, what we really need to be walking in is daily intimacy with Jesus so that when there's a storm happening around us, there's a calm and a still inside of us that no matter what's happening in our circumstances, our stance, our position in the middle of that is that I am deeply connected to my Father. And just like Christ, I only do what I see my Father doing. So having a look at the season at the moment when life throws you lemons, you know, making lemonade, or I believe that, that chaos or conflict or drama has actually got a high potential to deepen relationship. I, I know that for Rowena and myself, and I see this in many, many different relationships um, that I have with different people, different connections, and also seeing modeled in the way that other people do life, that when you, when you come into a moment of conflict with an individual, or, or a hard agreement, or there's pain, or there's grief, or there's mourning, um, or there's fighting, and you have this bumpy season, that if you can journey that season with a spirit of love and humility and bring a resolution and a resolve to it, the relationship is usually deeper and stronger at the end of the storm than it ever was before the storm. Does that make sense? So I know that Rowena and I will, we might hit a season in our relationship, in our marriage, 
and it can be a little bit turbulent for a moment as things rise to the surface that you know God might be dealing with us and, and, and letting cracks in our foundations show. But as we work together on our relationship and we sort through those issues, even though it was possibly unpleasant at the time, the reward that I have in how our relationship has deepened makes that journey so worthwhile. And, and I believe that it can be the same for us in our relationship with God, that God goes, yeah, there's, there's chaos around you. There's uncertainties around you. There's unknowns. There's, there's difficult times. So what will you do with me in these times? Will you be on the back foot complaining to me or complaining about your leaders that I've called you to pray for, or complaining about society that I've called you to be a light to, or complaining about the injustices that I've called you to be the salt of the earth for, or uh, in faith, will you rise and say, God, this is happening right now. Begin to reveal to me, what are you doing? And what is my responsibility with you in this time? which is a whole different paradigm because what actually happens is we, we shift from being a victim to the circumstances to rising above them with Christ being seated in heavenly places and, and looking down from heaven's bird's eye view. Or I don't know, will you call that an angel's eye view? I, I, I don't know what the language should be around that. Uh, you could probably find out on joshvanbercle.com. Um, but what we do is it shifts us and, and we begin to look at the problem with God next to us, going, God, how are you seeing this? And because of how you're seeing this, what is it that you would like me to do? What heart attitude to start with should I be carrying? What are the beliefs that I should be holding in this? And how should those beliefs and those heart attitudes combine together to alter my language and my actions? And then what happens is in this, in this storm, in the unknown, God utilizes these circumstances of the brokenness around us and he creates like this discipleship school of mentoring us and growing us to be more like him and deepening the level of our relationship with him. I mean, I, I have found that there are a few key motivators for me growing the intimacy in my relationship with God. There are a few key things that will catapult me into spending more time in worship, more time in prayer, more time in fasting. Oh, uh, who's pleased the fast is finished? Uh, I am. Oh my gosh, I ate so much chicken. Like I think, I think that I had uh, chicken for 80% of my meals for the next two or three days. I got, I got stomach aches, I tell you. Oh, I love chicken. Anyway, I'm just thinking about food now. I'm gonna have chicken for lunch after this service. Um, you know, so things that catapult us into more time in, in, in the Word of God. Um, so for me, there are the supernatural, just because He can, Holy Spirit encounters birthed out of the generosity of God, where I'll be going about my life, minding my own business, and I'll have an incredible encounter with God, like a sovereign moment. And that will catapult me into a season of pursuing God a whole lot more. Another thing that will do it will be vision that God will get me excited about something. And so to be able to step into that, uh, I need to deepen my intimacy with God to see more of the picture. 
Uh, the third common thing is conflict, where life is no longer going smoothly, and it's not that I'm going, hey, I'm spending time with God because it's you know so enjoyable, you know, which it can be, but it's going, I, I can't get through tomorrow without accessing the graceful tomorrow that He has for me. Spending time in His presence or time in the world, in, in the Word, um, time in worship is no longer about just growing my relationship with God because it's a fruitful thing to do, it's become a necessity. It is essential. The challenges around me are getting bigger and bigger. Therefore, the God that I see has to become bigger and bigger. The God that I believe in needs to become bigger and bigger. And the only way for the God who never changes to look bigger and bigger is for me to move closer to Him. If I begin to move closer to you right now, Okay, I'm pretty close right now. Okay, I've become a lot bigger. The camera has not moved. I have moved. Okay, and so what we do with our relationship with God, when we go through hard times, we go, God, I feel a little bit overwhelmed. I feel afraid. As we begin to move towards him, he appears bigger to us because we're deepening the relationship with him. And then after that storm subsides and, and resolves and life goes back to normal, we have gained territory in our relationship with God. I just want to read a, a verse to us um, this morning. Um, I've got a love-hate relationship with this passage of, of the scripture, which is most of the Bible because it's... Have you ever noticed the Bible just seems to demand constant response, constant maturity? Um, you cannot read the Bible passively um, for very long before it will start to convict you. Uh, anyway, I love this in James chapter 1, verse 2, uh, 3 and 4 in the NIV. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Oh, how nice. When life throws you lemons... Consider it pure joy, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Not lacking anything to me sounds like somebody who has developed a deep intimacy with their relationship with God. I love this in the, in the Passion Translation, just to give another variation. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. So my thought for us this morning, and soon uh, Abel's going to come lead us in a time of worship for a bit. My thought for us this morning, as we, as we look at the world around us, the, the question that I want you to ask yourself, uh, and be honest with it, take a little bit of time, and, and you might even want to just, to just let this thought sit through you and, and filter through your thinking um, over this morning. Maybe take a little bit of time, take five, ten minutes, go for a walk or something like that. Or if you've gathered together and you know at a friend's home this morning, maybe have a conversation around it. Is in this season, what are the things that you're lacking? What are the areas 
that in your relationship with God that you're coming up short on? Where are you missing peace? Where, where is it that your heart needs to capture a greater revelation of God? You know, what, what is your posture going to be? What, how will you decide to position yourself in this season? Are you going to be somebody that is victim to the circumstances? Or are you going to deepen your relationship with God and in intimacy and hunger? Allow these circumstances to be a motivating factor for you to spend more time in His presence, to move closer towards Him, to, to get a closer perspective of Him so that He is becoming bigger in your life and beginning to dwarf the issues around you. Because we are, we are not called to be victims in this world. The Bible says that we're, we're like aliens in this world. This isn't our world. Heaven is our world. And we're meant to be ambassadors of heaven to this world. And we can't achieve that role of being ambassadors without a continuing, deepening intimacy and our relationship with God. Because our position in this has to be, I have a responsibility to be a light in a dark place. I have a responsibility to be the salt of the earth. I have a mandate on me to represent the love and peace of God in the middle of the storm. And to be able to do that, I need to take these lemons and I've got to make me some lemonade. I have got to deepen my relationship with God. And I believe that God is more than happy for negative circumstances of the world to be utilized by him not caused by him but to be utilized by him to accelerate our motivators to grow closer in our relationship with him otherwise he wouldn't have said through james hey when you go through hard times consider it pure joy because just like when i go through a hard time uh, with rainer and i together i know that at the end of it our relationship will be bigger deeper and stronger and it would have made the trial so much worth it because of the fruit that we now have. So let me just pray for everybody that's watching this morning. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you hold the world in your hands, that you know all things. And for everybody that is facing different circumstances, different challenges, God, I pray that you would inspire us to grow deeper in our relationship with you during this time, that our circumstance wouldn't dictate how we responded but it would be the peace of christ the love of god that was our motivator that dictated the way that we respond and model your love to the world